any vegans in the house? Are there any vegans in the house? There must be somebody. There must be some vegans in the house. Because I need a vegan. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. This is a shot of all the This is a shot of all everybody how are you you know today is um it's national mental health day and you know i'm here to tell you everything's gonna be okay if you are afflicted by some kind of mental health issue i my heart goes out to you <clears throat> seems like almost everybody is these days it's weird to say that we need to have a mental health day because it seems national mental health day seems like a no-brainer pardon the expression it seems like everybody has a mental we a world mental health day. I think in world mental health day, we should just take the day off. That's what we should be doing. Mental health day, uh, October 10th. It's a hot topic. And we're going to get rid of the stigma around mental health issues. There are eight. There's a couple of ways to observe mental health day. Uh, world mental health day. Each year, organizations host a variety of events all around the world to increase awareness. If you know someone who struggles with mental health disorder, World Mental Health Day is a great way to reach out to them. While many people don't feel comfortable talking about their uh, about their diagnoses, knowing they have someone to reach out to can make a real difference. There you go, man. You can also donate to an organization. You know, I've always thought it was really important that we start talking about mental health more, you know, and, and start thinking about these diagnoses a little bit more <clears throat> intelligently, you know, start reacting and, and, and treating them more intelligently. You know, most most mental health issues, most mental people, with, most people suffering from mental health, they end up encountering the police before they encounter any kind of person who's trained to help them. Think about that. People who are who are actually in need of help before they get the help or even talk to someone who can help them they talk to the police first because someone calls the police on them and so i think it's yeah it's pretty sad you know so anyway happy mental health day everybody you know last night i came back to my hotel and a couple things happened first i realized that my gas tank was on empty I thought that was weird because we I know we filled up recently. So I'm like, that's weird that my gas tank's empty. The little gas light came on. And as we pull into the hotel, it is surrounded by people with machine guns. The whole hotel has people with massive assault rifles all going around. Is this guy peeking? Is he peeking? Is he peeking? At my vegan show, you can tune in, buddy. So then you could go to... We come into the hotel and it's surrounded by people with machine guns, full on uh, assault rifles, and the police are armed to the teeth. And there's lights everywhere, and the and they're using the um, fire trucks to kind of block off areas. The parking lot's full of people. It's mayhem. And I come in, I'm like, I'm in a box truck, and I'm going, where do you want me to go? I'm stuck. I, I'm staying here, guys. I'm staying here all week. You can't. You have to let me in. And they go, oh, well, you know, we can't because do we have connection issues? I hope not. I don't have any connection issues. You tell me, do we have connection issues? I hope not. Tell me if we have connection issues. It seems, I seem to be working fine. It seems to be working fine on my end. Anyway, we come in. Oh, it's working now. Okay, well, that's good. I didn't see any any blips or bops. Blips or blops. All right, so 
Then I come into the hotel. I, I pull in. And the cops are like, you can't come in here. You can't. I'm like, dude, I'm staying here. And the cops are like, LT, LT. They say they stay here. Can we get them parked? And I'm like, yeah, I can. What are you doing? So they move. I'm going to move a couple of cones for you. And these guys are like full flak jackets, major, major arm, armory around them. And um, they wave us through. I'm like, can I go park back there? We come across another policeman with a big, with a big rifle. And he's like, you can't come in through. I said, dude, your guy just told me I could let me through. And so he's like, where are you going to park? I'm like, there's parking back there. Stop acting like a dick. He's like, what do you want me to do? I said, do your job, man. Well, they, they rent, someone rented this whole place out. Okay. So yesterday there was this big Muslim event here. Sorry. The day before yesterday, a big Muslim event here. The day and then last night was a big Jewish event, Israeli flags everywhere and everything. And because of the war, people are acting very, very squirrely. So they shut down the whole area because there was a Jewish event and they thought that they were going to be attacked. And so they shut it all down and put lots of guns around it. I think that's the, uh, that's the American way. Put guns around it. That'll solve it. So there I am. And unfortunately, Justina, she's still out. She's like stopped someplace. I forget why. And she can't get in. We got in in the nick of time because we kind of snuck in with the box truck and had to, and talked our way through all the cops. And there was really no way for us to get out. We, we couldn't turn around. So they had to let us through. And so eventually we get through. We be apart. I get out. And the gas cap on the truck is missing. And I realize somebody has stolen our gasoline. Someone has sucked the gasoline out of our truck and has taken, for some reason, also absconded with our gas cap. So no gas cap. And um, yeah, <laughs> no gas. So now today we have to go buy a gas cap and some, and some gas. <laughs> that has to be the thing today. Yeah. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. But I think it's really funny because, like, where were those cops? No, those cops weren't around. But, like, I also think it's weird that when the Muslims were here, there were no police and no guns. But when the when the uh, the Jewish, like, Hasidic, they had, like, the Hasidic Jew thing, you know, with, like, the black hats and, like, all that and Israeli flags everywhere. When that happened, there were cops everywhere, like, way too many cops and I'm going, how much do these cops cost, you know? How can you have all these cops here and not have enough money to, I don't know, put people in apartments? There's so many. There were so many. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How much did they make off with? I can't imagine maybe half a tank. Not much. I think they just know that trucks like that have a big gas tank. So they siphoned what they could out. They just gamble. Because you can't tell how much is in there until you start taking it out, right? Until you're until the crime is already committed. And so they could have stuck something in there too, which is something I'm really worried about because that'll cut our that'll cut our uh, our tour short, won't it? You know, they'll cut them real short. They put sugar or something in my gas tank. But we drove yesterday, so I think they must not have. They could. They might have. They might have stolen it last night while we were at the. But I don't think so. I think they stole it. They stole it from while we were in the hotel. Mm. And, but why they have to take the gas cap? You know, I don't mind. Take the gas. I mean, we can buy more gas. But now I gotta go to a auto shop place and make sure the gas cap is the right gas cap. And now we're gonna buy one with a lock on it. You know, maybe it was the cop. The cop stole my gas. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the cop stole my gasoline. Welcome from Galway, all the way from Galway City on the Atlantic coast of West Ireland. You know, um, so as you know, I'm on the north side of Chicago, and uh, it's it's been interesting. It's been interesting. Yesterday we were at Northwestern University, and it was it was um, interesting because I as as I'm out there handing out flyers, and I'm going, they're the Wildcats, right? They're the wildcats. And I said, okay, well, don't be a scaredy cat. Be a wildcat. Wildcats aren't afraid of information. Here's a guy that's going vegan. Wildcats, don't be scared. Don't be scared, wildcat. Be a wildcat, not a scaredy cat. 
And so I'm trying to get people to take information. And it's really difficult because they just like walk by you without saying anything. So you got to like try to make them laugh, right? So I'm like, I'm like, ignorance costs you everything, but information is free. Ignorance costs you everything, but information is free. Hey, guys, don't be afraid. to Fight ignorance, not information. Fear ignorance, not information. Ignorance costs you everything, but but information is free. And so hopefully we get a couple of people that were interested and now it seemed to work. People were taking my stuff and then we get back and like not many people are doing the virtual reality. And of course, like the PETA bosses are really upset about that because they want people on the virtual reality thing, but it's like not everyone wants to do it. And it's like, it's, it was Columbus day or indigenous people's day yesterday. And there weren't as many people as there normally would be. I thought we had an amazing parking spot right in front of the Northwestern sign. It was really cool to be like right there in front of Northwestern. And uh, I walked around the campus, I flyered and I, I handed out the guys to go in vegan. I thought we were doing a good job. And then the PETA, the PETA bosses were like, no, you're not doing a good job. And I'm like, well, I feel like we're doing a good job. It has a really good conversations with people, did a lot of really good outreach with people. And so we talked with people about like, I talked with, with this, this uh, prospective students, parents, like this pr prospective student, they were on tour, touring the campus. They hadn't even really, they're not really students there yet. So they're on campus on a tour and they're like, what's this all about? And I said, well, we're raising awareness. This is the type of activism everybody says they want. I'm raising awareness. I'm doing education. I'm out here. That's another thing I would say like, hey, guys, I'm doing education, doing the type of activism you said you wanted. Please take a flyer so I don't have to break into monkey labs. <laughs> Please take a flyer. Keep me out of jail. So I just do the nice guy activism. I'm a nice guy activist. Here I am trying to be a nice guy activist. Please take a flyer. Please take a guide to going vegan. That got people. Some people laughed at that. <laughs> and what's funny is that, so the, the prospective student's father is like, oh, this is really interesting, but isn't it something for the legislature to have a problem? I'm like, well, yeah, legislature when it comes to animal testing, but animal experimentation is something that's happening on campuses. That's not something that we can legislate away so easily. We need to have political will from campuses in order to get rid of animal test, animal experimentation. Like pharmaceutical industries are not the ones taking hammers and smashing the skulls of monkeys in order to find out if they still love their mommies afterwards. That's college campus professors. That's college campus students doing sadistic shit in order to make money or to publish a paper or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's so interesting. How fascinating. And the kid was like, wow, interesting. So I felt like we're having really good conversations and like, you know, winning over some hearts and minds and creating some conflict and the ideas of people in, in, in people's souls, like people getting conflicted about the idea of experimenting on animals. I thought that was the point. And yesterday we got kind of like, you're not having as many people in the AR in the VR as, as you should. And it's like, man, it's cold in Chicago and there's nobody here. It's Columbus day. yo. like we're trying our best. We, we handed out a lot of flyers. I don't know. It felt really demoralizing because we're out here really fighting for animals and really trying hard. And it's always like, no matter what, there's going to be people to tell you that you're not good enough or that you're not doing it right or that the, your form of activism isn't working. Let me tell you, there's always going to be those people. And then the cops came and they said, we can't have our tent. And so we had to put away the tent. And that helped, that hurt us too, because the tent is like, an, it's eye catching. So people go, what's going on down there? But we couldn't use the tent and we couldn't have our little table out. And so it's like, the cops were, the cops, they go, well, you don't have a permit for this. You could park here and do your thing, but you can't have the tent. And it's like, you fucking cops. So now, now it's like, all I had was cop problems on this trip, you know? The cops are always, always there to stifle the First Amendment. That's always what the cops want to do is stifle the First Amendment. The First Amendment, if you're not from America, is the freedom of speech. It's always the case. I was told that we we're going to go to Loyola, but then Loyola told uh, told PETA that we're not allowed to directly solicit um, students. And I'm like, and you're not allowed to tell us who we're allowed to solicit. We're not soliciting. This isn't this isn't we're not trying to get money. That's not solicit. This isn't solicitation and also freedom of speech. Go out there and do something about it, you know. And then the cops stole my gasoline. I'm, I'm convinced it was the police who stole my gas. Hello, Jean. How are you? Protect the majority interest. I think 
I think the cops are there to protect the majority interest. Are you joking me? Are you so foolish that you think that that's true? The cops are there to protect the minority interest, the minority being those who own the capital. Those who control the wealth in this country are the minority. The minority is whose interests the police are there to protect. Not yours and mine, not the majority's. If you believe that, you are obviously a little bit, uh, a little bit. You know, it is Mental Health Day, though. I don't want to. I don't want to degrade you in any way. It is National Mental Health Day, and Mental Mental Health Awareness Day. And so, I'm really sorry if you're going through something, and you truly believe that um, that the cops are there for the majority interest. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you, but I understand that you might be going through something. And if, if you are, then I'm, my heart goes out to you. Um, and, I, and I hope you get help for your, your mental illness. Thank you. Same rules with tents here. Once you take it down, you can you can continue ridiculous. Yeah, very vegan mom. The same thing happened. Like um, they made me take the tent down. They made me take the, and what's weird is that it was in a parking spot that we were paying for. And I'm like, well, we're paying for the parking spot. What do you mean? Like, oh, there has to, it has to be for a car. Well, yeah, it's for the tent. You're not allowed to have a tent. I'm like, well, the tent's not on the sidewalk. It's on in the parking lot. It's in the parking spot. I checked the I checked the statute. You can't have a tent. And I'm like, fine, I'll get rid of the fucking tent. You can't have the table either. What else? What else can I do? Copper. By the way, hi, hi, Sheena. You're amazing. Good morning, vegans. Um, let's see. Majority interests are not vegan. Actually, the majority interests are vegan. Um, most humans, most animals um, would agree that vegans are better for the uh, for them. And uh, <laughs> most animals would agree that vegans are better for them. So the majority of animals on the planet are benefited by a vegan uh, by vegans. So, yeah, the majority interest is vegan. The majority interest is vegan. You're welcome. Do the math. Time to remove vegan hater. Is it time to remove them? That's true. It is It is a channel for vegans. That's the reason the minority stay pissed. They don't like the majority wins. This guy doesn't know how math works. I don't think vegan hater knows how math works. So the majority is the larger portion, right? And the larger portion are the have-nots. And the minority, which is the smaller portion, are the haves, those who own the capital in our capitalistic society. So... The police are there for the minority, not the majority, but the minority, those who own own the means of production. But it doesn't matter. You're too dumb to play this game, and I am going to ban you because this, my friend, is a channel for vegans. Goodbye. Thanks. It is illegal to solicit freedom of speech as long as you don't harass people. Right, it's it's freedom of speech, exactly right. But I was told that we can't go to Loyola University because Loyola University said that we're not allowed to directly solicit uh, students, even though we park on public property, we park in the street, and so like we're not even on the campus. I think campuses would be wise to let us onto the campus because what we're doing is raising awareness and spreading information. And it's their information. We're not we're not making up our own shit. These are numbers from the NIH. We aren't, they're not PETA numbers. And like, I think that especially in universities where you're supposed to be celebrating the sharing of information, that would be the place to do it, right? I think so too. Totally agree. Number one vegan hater is not the number one hater. He's really the second bigger hater. He's a liar. <laughs> anyway, he's gone now. I, I, I can't stand carnies this early in the morning. By the way, if you have a if you have a dog, I really recommend Wild Earth. Why don't you have Wild Earth? You know, if you have a dog, you should use Wild Earth. It's the place where you can get all of these awesome things. Look, 86% of dogs showed health improvements, 40% of dogs showed improved breath and odor. That's really important to me. I have had dogs in the past, and boy, oh boy, does their breath stink. I had a Russian wolfhound growing up. That dog stinks. Its little, its face stunk so bad. And then I had a, I had a lot of French bulldogs growing up. My mom had French bulldogs. We had Springer Spaniels and Doberman, and they all would have had better breath if they just had Wild Earth. Forty percent of dogs report better breath. 
that's important, I think. I know you guys with dogs that let these animals slick your faces and put their tongues in your mouth and breathe and, and that you, you, you let the dog sleep in your bed and stuff and you, and you wake up and the dog's breathing in your face and you're like, gross, the smell of it. Well, now you can have good smelling breath out of your dog by feeding your dog a good, healthy, vegan diet. Plant-based dogs have better breath. It's just a fact. So go to wildearth.com and get yourself some wild earth dog food. It only makes sense. That's the jam. Don't forget it. The word of the day is berserk. Berserk is a fun word, I think. Don't go berserk. Did I, do you think I went a little berserk on um, on number one vegan hater? I hope you don't think so. Looks like you're in a better hotel than some of the last few. You'd think so. I'm in a bigger hotel than the last few. The hotel is much bigger. I wouldn't call it better. Like it's still dirty and budget and like, yeah, it's, I wouldn't call it better, but it's bigger. It's much bigger. Yeah. How many universities are you hitting? I am hitting, you know, I never even, I never counted them. I should, huh? Let me see. I'm going to count them right now. How many universities am I even hitting? And it keeps changing. That's the thing. One of the things that's been really hard is that I'm thinking I'm going to one university and then we get a text saying, no, we're not going there. Go to a different university. And I'm like, okay. And then you got to like, okay, we're going to change our entire day around our whole lives around right now. And so that's been a little bit frustrating, but, um, but you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You don't have, you don't have options. How do I get to my, I want to get to drive so I can look at my drive. Drive. Okay. Outreach tours. Let's see. I'm not going to, I can't share the screen on this because I'm not supposed to tell you guys exactly where I'm going, but okay. We're going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, no, looks like 19, 18, 18 or 19. But I'll tell you, we're going to go to University of, we're going to go to Northwestern again today and then DePaul University on Thursday. I'm really excited about that. DePaul University, that should be fun. And then we have University of Madison, which I'm really excited about too. That would be really cool. So I'm hoping that happens. Yeah, so there you go. Lots of cool stuff happening. We're going to go to the University of Madison, Wisconsin. I'm really excited about that because my mom's from Milwaukee and I've never really been to Wisconsin. The dog that lives with me has been taught not to lick me and she sleeps in her own bed. That is disgusting, Scott. I know that lots of people, they sleep in the bed with their dogs. They let their dogs lick their faces and they're like, I don't understand it. People get... People get weird about dogs. I don't know why. Size doesn't matter, Sky. That's true. Sky, do you know the history of the word berserk and where it came from? I don't, but I'm about to, I think. Berserk generally means markedly out of control due to intense anger or excitement. It is often used in the phrase, go berserk. Did I go berserk? Mitch can mean either to become very excited or to become very angry and often violent. Oh, no, don't go berserk. The crowd went wild with berserk fans screaming as the main act finally hit the stage. There used to be this thing. There used to be this Nintendo game called Wolverine. And if you fought a lot, if he killed a lot of people or whatever, he would go berserk. And then he would like be invincible and like start fighting all crazy. Don't tell us which ones police be onto that shit. I know, right? I'm not allowed to be. Cops are probably watching this right now. No, they're not that smart. They're not going to watch. They show up at the last second and are like, duh, you're not allowed to be here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Sheena. I really need that vote of confidence because I'll tell you what, it's very difficult to me. It's, it's, it's hard because like you're out there doing advocacy and half the people, most people just ignore you. And that's so weird. Like I used to be, so when I was a, a um, I ran this political campaign for state legislature. I was a campaign manager. I was the campaign manager for a campaign. And we used to canvas door to door in rural Virginia. And we'd come up and be like, 
uh, hello, uh, we would like to talk to you about state legislature and what you what we could do for you. We're running, we're running for office, and we'd love to hear your point of view and how we could help. What 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 issues are affecting you? And most people would just open the door and slam the door in our faces. Basically, they might be polite, but they're just basically like, I don't I don't have time for this. Why are you talking to me? I don't want to talk to you. And you're like, okay, uh, all right. And one day it was particularly bad, and we were going through a lot. Like we were going through. A lot of different it was just a lot of it's like negativity right and so finally the candidate looks at me he goes like he's like sky this is he goes do you know how many times in my life somebody has come and asked me knocked on my door a candidate has knocked on my door and asked me what i think you know how many times that's happened in my life zero zero times that's happened and here i am a candidate knocking on people's doors asking them what they think and how i can help them and they're slamming the door in my face like don't they understand and it's like no they don't understand shit. they'll all complain they'll all complain about everything and they'll say that they want to be heard they'll say politicians don't listen but when a politician is literally knocking on their fucking door they'll say no i don't want to i don't have time for you this is the this is the situation we're in in America and probably all over the world. The people say they want they say that politicians aren't listening and when the politician literally knocks on their door and says, "How can I help?" they slam the door in the politician's face. Now, the same thing happens in this thing in our thing. Here I am. I'm visiting from California. Most of these assholes will never meet someone from California. Most of these assholes will never know that I'm from California, traveling America, trying to make the world a better place, trying to open their eyes and give them some just some information to maybe enlighten them or just to cause just to sow some seed of dis dissent, conflict in their little souls, in their, in their bright new minds. And what they'll do They'll say, oh, no, I want this. I want the good. Why can't you guys do the nice form of activism? Why can't you guys do the good form of activism? That's what we want. And so you do it. You come all the way from California. You come all the way to these podunk states, these flyover states nobody cares about. And they're like, nobody cares about us. Nobody cares that no one ever visits our state. And here I am visiting your state. Here I am saying, here I, here I am saying, hello, I'm from California. I care about you. I care so much about you that I've come just to talk to you. And they tell me to go fuck myself. They tell me I'm not allowed to talk. They tell me to go away. Or they, most of the time, just ignore me and walk past like I don't exist. There's always going to be that. And people wonder why Just Stop Oil is shutting down the road, the motorways. Why, um, why Just Stop Oil is throwing soup on a Van Gogh. Well, that's why. That's why. Don't claim you want the nice guy activism. And then when you see a nice guy going, hey, I just want to give you some information, you don't, you, you just ignore them. Yeah. Even though they see their dogs licking their privates, I know it's disgusting. I don't know why people do it. Now denoting an ancient Norse warrior with wild and uncontrolled ferocity. Man, Jean, your 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 spoiler alert, Jean. We're doing the word of the day, Jean. You're killing me, son. <laughs> Ahoy. Get some likes and stream if you haven't already liked. Yeah, please like the stream. I always forget to ask you. I always just assume that you know. Please go like it. I feel your pain and appreciate your hard work and dedication. Bless your heart. Very vegan. Mom, you know what I'm going through. You know exactly what I feel like. And the truth is, if we don't support each other, you're not going to get it from the street. I promise you that. You will not get it from the street. You have to get it from fellow activists who are saying, keep going. Good job. Because the street, the street is apathetic. The street is a liar. The street is a fickle mistress. Most people have full of shit too. You're totally right. Yep. And then, yeah. And then they, they love to have, I literally had a person with a dog walk by. I'm like, you know, they test on dogs on campus. They're testing dogs on this campus. They're, they're experimenting on dog brains. And she's like, no, and just walks by me. And it's like, you're walking a dog and they're killing dogs here. Yeah, oh well, oh well, no big deal, berserker. <laughs> In context, the actor made his nightly entrance on the Roxy from the lobby to the stage, belting out the signature tune. Tim's entrance was phenomenal. 
recounts David Foster. Who's Tim? The place just went berserk, of course. He was so much bigger than life. He's pretty cool. All right. Combine a bear with a shirt, and what do you get? A cuddly, honey-loving, ursine pal, perhaps. Pooh bear. Combine the word bear and shirt, however, at least in Old Norse, and you get something quite different. Our English word berserk comes from Old Norse berserker, which is likely a combination of bear and zerker. Shirt. A bear shirt. According to Norse legend, berserkers were not ones to say, oh, bother. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. I'm not, I'm just a poo bear who eats honey because I am, I'm a presser of bees. When, you know, what's funny. Piers Morgan looks like Pooh Bear in many ways. I think Piers Morgan looks a lot like Pooh Bear, and he is obsessed with honeybees. When faced with sticky situations, they were warriors who wore bearskin coverings and worked themselves into such frenzies during combat that they became immune to the effects of steel and fire. <laughs> Berserk was borrowed into English as a noun referring to such a warrior in the 19th century when interest in Scandinavian mint and history was high. It was considered a slang term at first, but it was since gained broader use. There you go. The word of the day is Berserk. <laughs> That is not a vegan. It's not a vegan idea to wear a bear shirt and 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 to be immune to the effects of steel and fire. <laughs> a bear shirt. This is early form of animal exploitation. These Norse assholes were wearing bear shirts, and now we call them berserks, berserkers. There you go. Now, now I know. Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Jean. According to Norse legends, berserkers were warriors, bearskin coverings, and worked themselves into such frenzies that became immune to the effects of steel and fire. Why would you? Why would you? Jean, you know I was going to tell you, right? Like, it's the word of the day. I do this every day. <laughs> do this five days a week. We talk about a word. We talk about the history of the word. And we talk about how we can use it in our activism. And I think that this one is easily used in your activism because activists can go berserk it's really sometimes i have to i have to struggle to not go berserk because i'm trying to do nice guy activism doing some outreach <laughs> one day i want to go berserk for animal rights well good go berserk if you're gonna go berserk go berserk for animal rights that's the that's the key yes absolutely <laughs> you're taking too long <laughs> i was you weren't going fast enough sky Dude, it's an hour show. The longest you're going to wait is like 10 minutes. I promise. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, this kind of what I do, Jean. Like I, I use I use these little these little notes around the way. Like I do the National Day. Happy National Mental Health Day, by the way. We do the, the word of the day. And then we do today in history with the birthday stuff. And we just use that as a way to talk about, you know, veganism and activism. That's what that's my shtick. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to get there. I promise you. <laughs> I love you, Jean. I do. I do. I, but I, I'm sorry I was taking too. I'll try to go faster next time. OK, we are, are 30 minutes in. and We do need to make this a short one because, you know, I got I got to get back. I got to buy a gas cap for my truck so that I can go across America and talk about veganism. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's OK, Jean. I think it's funny. Jean, this is not this is not a dictatorship. You could you you could put anything you want in there. <laughs> you could do anything, anything your heart desires. You can put that into the. As long, I mean, Jean, you're vegan. You can you can do no wrong in my eyes. You're my VFF, so I don't I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Today in history, though, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the day in history. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so the Great Hurricane of 1780 kills 20,000 to 30,000 in the Caribbean, hitting Barbados, Atlanta's deadliest hurricane, and the Great Chicago Fire. I'm in Chicago. This is a Great Chicago Fire. It finally extinguished after three days, leaving approximately 300 dead, 100,000 homeless, and costing $222 million in damage, which was a lot in 1871. The Great Chicago Fire in 1871 happened today in history. Remember it, because I'm in I'm in Chicago. I'm hoping nothing like that will ever happen again. How could it? Things don't catch fire like they used to. We're not making stuff out of tinderbox anymore. Um, Ho Chi Minh enters Hanoi after withdrawal of French troops in 1954, starting 
it's kicking off. The Vietnam War kicks off around this time. It's coming up in 1954. We started sending advisors to Vietnam, the Americans did. And guess what? That did not stay that way. We started doing all sorts of nasty stuff in that country. A fire at Windscale Nuclear Plant in Cumbria, England, becomes the world's first major nuclear accident in 1957. It's weird that we keep going with nuclear power, but hey, what are you going to do? You got to power this shit. Jesus Christ superstar Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice is recorded in 1969. I love Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you love Jesus Christ Superstar? I do this not on my own accord. It's a, if you haven't seen Jesus Christ Superstar, they did a movie version of it and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I've only actually ever seen the movie. I've never seen it in, in like on Broadway or anything, but I like it. I like, I like Jesus Christ Superstar. It's a, it's a fun show. It really is. Um, yeah, you should check it out. It's fun. <laughs> I think it tells the story of Jesus quite well. And the Jesus, story of Jesus is the greatest story ever told. No, wait, no, the miracle, the miracle of the uh, immaculate conception and birth. Yeah. They blamed the fire on the poor defenseless cow. Supposedly she kicked over a lantern in an old lady's shed. Yeah, they blame the they blame it on a cow because why not? They you know what? They always blame the little guy, don't they? They always blame the little guy just because Dude, the little guy's there. The little guy always gets blamed. Such bullshit, you know? Okay. Uh, Vinland map. Yeah, that's a first map of America. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. Paul Kruby, Giuseppe Verde. I don't know. Who's Fritjof Nansen? Explorer and diplomat. This guy's got fur. He looks like an intense motherfucker. Like, this Norwegian. This Norwegian looks, looks like a bearskin. He looks like he's berserk. Greenland, he's just a big... He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1922. Notably, he served as the League of Nations High Commissioner of Refugees, where he initiated Nansen per passport for stateless persons, a crucial tool for refugee support. A Nansen. I have heard of a Nansen passport. Weird. I had no idea. Although Nansen and his crew didn't reach the North Pole, they achieved the furthest northern latitude to, at that date. There you go. Look at this guy. He looks like he's a... Uh, what about that mustache, though? Should I get it? I, that's that's a mustache that I need. I think happy birthday, Mr. Nansen. I haven't been able to like really taint my mustache is way out of control because of the um because I'm traveling and I don't have product or scissors because I'm traveling. So that's how it is. Yeah. I wonder if they had forest fires like we do today. You know, they had city fires, but I don't think they had forest fires like this. No, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Jesus Christ Superstar is the only way I know any of the Jesus stories. My parents are both atheists. <laughs> well, I think they did a good job with the Jesus stories in that in that movie. I think they did a musical adaptation of the Jesus story. I think they did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Helen Hayes, I forget who that even is. She's an actress, who cares? But it's Gavin Newsom's birthday today. And Gavin Newsom, he just got, he's the governor of California. He's a recovering alcoholic. He made all his money selling booze, though. And um, he just signed, he just vetoed a bill making so that um, they were trying to make psychedelics legal in California. And he's just vetoed that. He just passed out a bunch of vetoes. He's an interesting politician. Um, anyway, Gavin Newsom, what an interesting fellow. I really wish that he would try to run for president, but uh, is 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 America ready for another president from California? Is America ready for that? The last president from California was uh, Richard Nixon. No. Yeah, no, I guess... You know, I guess technically Reagan, but Reagan wasn't born here. But Reagan would be the last, the last California president. We need a we need a good California president, and I think that Gavin Newsom's a pretty good. He's not vegan, but maybe he can be coerced. I think it'd be pretty rad. Anyway, there's Gavin Newsom. It's happy birthday, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, last up. Can you guess who the vegan in this lineup is? Can you guess who the vegan is? Okay, is it Rose McIver? She might be vegan. She's uh she was in a TV show. 
Is she vegan? No, she's not vegan. She, she's not vegan. What about Margio Lopez? No, not vegan. What about Bet Farva? It's funny. I just watched last night because I'm in a hotel. It's I just have cable TV and I watched something about Mary, a highly edited version of something about Mary. And Brett Farvera is in, in it at the very end. And I was like, why is Brett Favre here? And it's funny because who the hell knows who he is now? In the 90s, he was a big deal. No one knows who he is today. But um, he was involved in a scandal where he was accepting money. He was accepting like welfare money, even though he was rich. Brett Favre, kind of a nasty dude, but he's not vegan anyway, so screw him. Of course he's nasty. Uh, Julian Kupka is like a sole survivor situation. She's the only person to survive an airplane crash. David Lee Roth is the only vegan on the list. Hardcore vegan, best known for his original lead singer of the Southern California-based hard rock band Van Halen. Van Halen died uh, recently, right? Died in 2022, I think, or 2021. Eddie Van Halen died. But David Lee Roth is still kicking. I met David Lee Roth once at, um, I think it was at the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. I met him. He sits a little itty-bitty guy. He's a little guy, but um, he's vegan. Yeah, I knew he was vegan back then. He's vegan now. He's pretty hardcore about it. Um, he's, he, he, has no ve- he has to have all vegan furniture when he travels. He doesn't allow uh, non-vegan shit on his buses when he tours. Hardcore. He has a veganish smile. <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah. He's he's like the real deal. He's the real deal, I think. Yeah, I think so. Me and Harry were doing activism with a table with laptop and Dominion. 20-minute footage from Cube of Truth. I also have Dominion links on. That's amazing. I'd love to see that. I had a woman ask me yesterday, why should animals have rights? But I don't think she understood what we meant by animal rights. Maybe she was thinking about the right to vote the next president. Well, here's the thing that I always say. I'm like, well, animals already have rights. All you got to do is stop violating them. That's it. Leave them alone. What do you mean? What animals, what, what rights should they have? They already have, animals already have rights. They have the right to live and be free from torture and be free from uh, slavery. They have those rights. Those are inherent uh, in all animals. So just stop violating their rights. You really don't have to do much. You don't have to give them anything. You just have to stop taking from them. You don't have to give an animal anything. You only have to stop taking something from them. Stop stealing from them. Stop stealing their freedom. Stop stealing their autonomy. Stop stealing the pieces. Stop stealing pieces of them. Stop stealing their babies. That's it. Stop stealing from animals. Stop using them. That's simple. They already have the rights. You just the only thing you got to do is stop taking their rights from them. What rights do you think we're talking about? I mean, honestly, I don't think you need to. You're like, what animals do you, to what rights do you have as a human? Like, as a human, not as an American or anything else, but what rights do you have as a human? That's the question. Because you might have the right to vote and all these other things as an American, but that's not a human right. That's an American right. Your right to freedom of speech, the right to own a gun, that type of shit. David LaRoth is my ex. Yeah, he does have a thing as well. People think rights and think rights to do something or be something, whatever. Negative rights. The problem is when you talk about negative rights, they don't understand it. What you need to say is life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. <laughs> That's it. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That's it. Three inalienable human right rights based on John Locke's theory. Now, of course, John Locke said life, liberty, and property, but... Um, you know, you can just see life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. They changed it when they wrote the American stuff, but um, they changed it because they didn't think that everyone should have the right to own property. That's what they did. They changed it because of that. Good points about animal rights, Sky. I'll present to people that way now. It's it's pretty simple, right? Thank you. They already do have rights. I've said this before. Animals have rights. And we just want society to acknowledge their negative rights. Yeah, I, I, I also negative rights too. But every time you say the word negative rights, then you have to explain what negative rights are, right? And so you have to just always be careful of that because then, you, then you're stuck in defining things and being pedantic. Honestly, you can just ask them, well, what rights do you have as a human being? 
not as a citizen or anything else, as a human being, what are your basic human rights? And they know those. They know what those are. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Everyone knows that. Okay, that's it. I mean, it's so simple. Okay, the same thing. What do you mean they have the right to life? They have a right to choose how they live. That's it. <laughs> Leave them alone. Can people in Puerto Rico vote? <sighs> it's very complicated. They don't have delegates, really. So they not really. They have the vote, but they don't. It's a very messed up situation. <laughs> Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. have delegates in the Electoral College, but it doesn't make any sense because they don't have any representation in Congress or the Senate. But they have advisors that they send to the Congress and Senate <laughs> that have no voting power. So it's it's pretty messed up. Yeah, Harry recently explained to me what are negative rights. The problem with negative rights, it's perfectly cool to talk about negative rights, but then you have to explain it every fucking time because everyone's an idiot. So don't, like, I don't know, man. Do what you want to do, but like to me, you start talking about negative rights, you have to, you have to, you have to teach them like they're a fourth grader, and everyone hates that. Everyone will hate you because you're like, well, the negative rights are people don't want to hear it. So you have to be like, well, what are your rights? What are your human rights? And use this. That's like Socratic method shit, right? What kind of rights do you want to give to animals? What are your rights that you have that were not given, but you just have? What are your rights that you just have that nobody gave to you that you just have? Anyway, that's it. Uh, let's see who died today, huh? Happy birthday, David Lee Roth, you beautiful vegan bastard. Um, tuxedo Park, New York, the first dinner jacket, the first tuxedo was worn to Autumn Ball, 1886. Tuxedo Park, New York. What do you know? Who died today? Oh, man. Yul Brenner and Christopher Reeve died. Edith Piaf died today. Edith Piaf is one of the greatest voices in the history of the world. Edith Piaf. I really, if you don't know Edith Piaf, I really recommend listening to an Edith Piaf song today because uh, she died today. She has a smoky voice. It's amazing. Yul Brenner. She, Yul Brenner um, was, that's his picture from King and I. Yul Brenner died of lung cancer. And they did this thing when he died where when he died, after he died, they showed him like in the hospital bed and he had a cigarette and he said, I'd be alive today if it weren't for these. It was so powerful. They did the anti-smoking campaign with Yul Brenner saying, I'd still be alive today if it weren't for these. And that happened. They and they released it after he died. Oof. So fucking hardcore. And of course, Christopher Reeve died uh, abusing a horse. So, you know, don't enslave horses. You know, if you break your neck while enslaving a horse, I'm sorry, but you kind of had it coming. Uh, Edith, you got a heart for Edith. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. I only heard about recently. Today, the 10th of October, is World Mental Health Day. It is. It is World Mental Health Day. Please always look out for your folks with mental health illnesses. Happy Mental Health Day. Please stop experimenting on animals. Happy Mental Health Day. You've got to be crazy if you're expensing, you're hurting animals. It's crazy to hurt animals. Happy Mental Health Day. That's today in history. Please have a better day than Edith Piaf. Please listen to Edith Piaf song today. That would be so nice. If we have, if we had everyone listen to an Edith Piaf song today, then I just think that'd be so cool because it makes me feel connected to all my VFFs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the, uh, I saw you peeking. I saw you peeking. They always peek. They're always peeking. You ever see that? They're always peeking over my shoulder. <laughs> Someone like the passersby, they're always like, <laughs> All right, today's today's amazing affirmation. Today is the affirmation right now. Uh, vegans, if you're not vegan, this is the time when you need to seriously GTFO. Good vibes are not for you. Good vibes are only for those who do not have animals rotting in their bellies. Good vibes are only for those who are not enslaving other animals. Good vibes are only for those who even feed their dogs a plant-based diet. If you are, <laughs> how about that tie-in? If you're a plant-based dieter, please give your dog a plant-based diet.
because it's ridiculous to kill one animal to feed another. It's just idiotic. It's very, very speciesist. Here we go. Listening to my own heartbeat reminds me of my resilience. Yeah, I love that. I like that. I used to do the activism most humans like. Which which is the activism most humans like? I'd like to know. No matter what life throws at me, it's safe to say that I'm stronger and more resilient than I give myself credit for. Wow, that's for sure, isn't it? We always think that the world's going to take us over. The world's going to swallow us up. This is the worst thing that's ever going to happen to me. Oh my gosh, this whole world is crumbling around me. Poor me, poor me. The truth is you are more resilient than you give yourself credit for. You absolutely are more resilient than you give yourself credit for. You can bounce back. You're like a rubber ball. You could throw, The harder I throw you against the ground, the higher you fly up you're like one of those those super bouncy balls listening to the beating of my heart helps me remember this truth and believe in my ability to always keep getting back up always keep getting back up always keep getting back up of course you will because you're resilient you vegan vegan voluptuous vindicators you're amazing i think you're great Oh, LOL, this is one of my recent gems. Just yeet out all non-vegans before I started the good part. <laughs> Get out the non-vegans before we start. At that moment, I went to them and shouted, and you who are not vegans are hypocrites. That's right. You who are not vegans do not deserve the time of day. But all of you vegans, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me on the pre-shift. You're the best. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. I'm sorry about the lateness. It because I keep changing time zones, I have to always be in that time zone doing that. It's it's very difficult. So I'm always going to be at 8 a.m. at every time zone I'm in because I have to start that start my day in that time zone. So I can't do it always at the same time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm hoping though on Friday. Well, on Friday we're going to have an have an evening show at seven o'clock central time. So that's going to happen. Meantime, I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Um, illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Thank you, 40-year-old vegan. <laughs> I missed you, buddy. All right. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Because I need you. We need each other. And um, well, the aminals need you. The aminals. The aminals, they need you for sure. Thank you, guys.